Hi, my name is Greg Undo. I'm with Steinberg North America. We're going to take a quick look at the Steinberg MR816X and the MR816CSX audio interfaces. The design of these interfaces was to address a lot of the problems currently encountered when recording audio into a computer, specifically dealing with latency. Um, both interfaces will have the same I.O. configuration, but will differ in the number of DSP chips. The MR816X has one DSP chip, which powers the Yamaha RevX Reverb, and the 816CSX has two DSP chips, one for the Yamaha RevX Reverb and one for eight channels of the morphing channel strip, which is a combination of EQ and compression. Now, the I.O. configurations on the units are, again, are identical. So we're going to have eight Class A discrete mic preamps, uh, each with Neutrik combo connections. We're going to have two in the front and six on the back. We have eight analog tip ring sleeve outputs. We're going to have eight channels of ADAT in and out, SPDIF in and out, word clock in and out, analog inserts on inputs one and two, as well as two independent headphone monitoring systems. Now, the MR units can be stacked in any combination. So we can have up to uh, three units stacked together at 48K. And if we do work with sample rates at up to 88.2 or 96K, we could have up to two units stacked together. Now this is actually a new driver architecture. It's called the Yamaha Steinberg Firewire Driver. And this would actually allow you to hook up uh, Yamaha devices such as a Yamaha Motif into the same Firewire chain without any issues. Now what we want to do is to kind of make a seamless advanced integration between the hardware and software so that it would be a much friendlier user experience, especially kind of dealing with kind of we wanted a particularly kind of a console a typical recording console experience as opposed to kind of an audio interface experience. So we'll go ahead and start here. Now, a lot of things we could actually actually touch on the front panel to do quite a bit. So if I wanted to come over here, uh, let's say for instance, I have my VST connections. Right now I don't have any inputs defined at all. And if I go to my channels and I look, I could actually see it says no bus. But if I wanted to assign, we have the guitar, plugged into input one. So I could just hit the quick connect button. So every input has my quick connect. So I can now just hit that button. That will automatically add the track and assign it to this particular channel. So I don't have to go in and do any software routing. So we have a dynamic mic plugged into input three. So I'll go down and we'll go to our dynamic mic here. This will be plugged into input three. So I hit the button again, it automatically adds it. If I go to my condenser mic, I could just simply come right over here and hit input four, and then that would automatically add it as well. Now going to the front panel here, what I could actually do is assign phantom power. So if I wanted to assign phantom power for our condenser microphone, I could just hit the phantom power button and just hit input four, just like that. If I wanted to come over here and assign a pad, let's say to the dynamic microphone, I could just hit the pad button and that will apply a 26 dB pad directly on that input channel. And if I just hit the button, I could see where my phantom power and where my pads are applied into any of my inputs. Now, one of the problems that we always run into is with latency. So if someone is singing, performing, playing guitar or playing percussion, Often what happens is if you want to hear effects such as reverb, uh, compression, or EQ, those effects go through the audio engine 
and then add latency. And this gets to be kind of a really weird delay that you may encounter when recording. Um, so what a lot of systems do is basically bypass all the internal effects and go into direct monitoring mode. And that passes the input directly to the output, but we don't have the benefit of being inspired by the real-time effects. So what we could do here is if I want to come over here, let's go to our guitar track. And we'll come over here and we'll say, I want to go and we'll look at our actual device setup and I'll make sure that we're out of direct monitoring. So now I can listen to my actual effects on a guitar. So I'm going to come over here and let's apply some different effects. So I'm going to have a reverb, uh, three bands of EQ and a compressor on the track. So as we'll go ahead, we'll turn these off one by one. And if you want to play a little guitar, So it feels okay with your latency. Now if I added the EQ, where the latency increases a little bit. And if we add the reverb, a bit more latency, feels odder, a little weird. And if I add the multiband compressor. So now it feels a little weird playing with it. So, we wanted to kind of fix this problem. So one of the things that we wanted to do is to be able to come over here and we could actually say, okay, we go to our device setup and we go to, and I could turn direct monitoring on. Now that I have my inputs assigned, I could actually just now go to my mixer and on my input channels, I see in Cubase or Nuendo, I could just select hardware. And once I have my hardware selected, I could just now, Instead of having to go to a typical control panel, I have all the integration directly here. So if I wanted to assign uh, a, a high pass filter, I wanted to inverse, invert the polarity of the track, but let's say I wanna come over here, I could actually say, okay, I wanted to now come here, and let's say I wanted to come right over here, and I wanted to add the hardware reverb that comes from the audio interface itself. So I could open up my RevX reverb here, and again, instead of using my computer's processing and dealing with the latency, I can now add the reverb as you play the guitar. You can just add the reverb right there. And I can switch different reverb types if I want. I could just simply come right over here on that channel. And if I wanted it a room reverb, I could just simply switch just like that. Or if I wanted to have a plate reverb, I could just simply switch there as well. Now one of the other things that we want to do is to have the capability. So I could do that with my 816X, but with our 816CSX, we get this other little option right here. And this is our morphing channel strip. So what I could do is come right here, turn that on in the signal flow. And now I could come right over here. I could open up my morphing channel strip. So I could have up to eight instances of this morphing channel strip for my, each of my inputs. So as we play the guitar, if I wanted to apply compression, I could just simply come right over here and go to my drive on the input with no latency. Now we also wanted to give you a very easy to use EQ. So we wanted the EQ to be optimized with the settings of the compression as well. So what we want to do is kind of give, like people often want to add mid-range so we continue to play the guitar. So if I wanted to add mids, or if I wanted kind of a smiley face EQ, or if I want to add more low end or more highs, I could just kind of morph between all these optimum presets as well. So I could just have the exact sound that I'm looking for. Now I have two different modes for this morphing channel strip. So if I wanted to come over here, I could have it, we see the signal flow. If I come right here, 
I could have it where we're just monitoring with the morphing channel strip, or I could just simply come right here and now I could apply the morphing channel strip to the input signal. So I wouldn't necessarily need to have traditional outboard gear because I could have zero latency compression in EQ. Now we can also come over here and you also see the little headphones. Since we have two independent headphone jacks, we could tie this directly into our control room. So I've set up a different headphone mix here in our studio tab in our VST connections window. Uh, had a different headphone mix for our guitars and one for percussion. So now what I want to do is I could open up my control room mixer and I'll come right here. And what I could do now is I could just say, okay, I want to select all of my channels. So I'll come right here, hold down my shift key, select all my channels. And now I could go to my guitar and then I could say, okay, I want to enable all the studio sends for that. And I wanted to use the current mix levels. And I'll do this for the percussion headphone mix as well. So I'll come right over here. I'll enable all the studio sends for all those channels. And now when I come here, we'll also use the current mix levels. So now what we could do is when we come to each of the tracks, I could say, okay, we're gonna to go to our acoustic guitar. We can now look in our inspector and I can see right now the guitar to the guitar, if I want to send more level to the headphone mix or cue mix of the guitar, so I could just simply increase it right here. And if I want to send more of the percussionist to the percussionist, I could just simply send that and send less guitar to their headphone mix. So I could send in up to four independent headphone mixes directly here as well. Now, once we go back to our mixer, what's also cool is since we have our reverb with no latency, I could just simply also come right over here and I could choose how much reverb is being sent to each of my different cue mixes. So if I wanted more reverb in a guitar and less reverb in a percussion, I could just simply come right here and then I could actually have my zero latency monitoring with my reverb with, and level, route it to varying levels of my different cue mixes. So right now we're gonna have all of our cue mixes. Now, if also one of the things you wanna do is be able to communicate with the actual people. Uh, so if we were in different rooms, instead of yelling across the room, we could actually enable a talkback microphone. So I have my foot switch here engaged. So now as soon as I press my foot switch, they can hear me talking through just a microphone that I have connected into one of the mic preamps on the console. So when you guys, now we're gonna take, uh, take, we're gonna actually record with Groove Agent. And what we'll do is we'll take the latency on and off. So we'll go in and out of direct monitoring. Because often what happens, that delay can offset the actual performance by musicians. So what we wanna do is actually switch through the direct monitoring going through the hardware or through the software. And we'll see what a difference it makes for the performers. So we'll come over here. So now we'll just arm the tracks for recording and we'll put the monitors in. All right, so we'll do two measure introduction. You guys wanna play along. So we'll have Groove Agent start off here. So we'll have a little groove going. take the direct monitoring off. And now we'll monitor through the hardware effects. 
through the software. good guys gonna take a break all right so how did that feel going back and forth toggling the status it's difficult you know to uh, to play on time with direct monitoring so it's really hard to play when you're going through the software effects so so you're almost hearing yourself twice when you do it so in a lot of the sessions that you do it kind of in project studios you run into that and you just kind of deal with it so now with the hardware we're not going to actually have to worry about that now, one other great thing that we could do is go ahead and play a little more. I'm actually going to take the FireWire cable, go ahead and start, and I'm going to take the FireWire cable out of the computer while they're performing. And we'll get a little message. Now, it's still passing audio. So I get a little message saying that, you know, we noticed that the software didn't crash at all. It just said, I can't find an audio interface. But now if we just have the guitar by itself, I could actually come over here and I could adjust in standalone mode all my reverb settings, my morphing channel strip, so I could do this all in standalone mode. So it works as a standalone mixer as well. Now if I wanted to connect it back, all the changes I made while we're disconnected, I'll go connect it right back to my Mac. And we'll hear a little pause. Let's figure out that it's connected to the computer again. It's gonna work as an audio interface. And now we open up our mixer and we're right back to where we were. So no problems there. All right, now if we wanna just now let's say, since I really liked those actual imp those effects on the processing, one of the things that we thought would be a really ideal situation is to have a different mode where I could use those actual effects for my mix down process as well. So if I want to come over here, I could actually go into our control panel for the audio interface. So I could just simply come right over here, go to my configuration app, and now I could just simply come over here and I could place it into an external effects mode. And what that will allow me to do is to allow me to bypass my ADAT and SPDIF digital connections. And now I could actually pick and choose my different configurations. So now I could have up to eight channels of DSP plugins that we've seen uh, that I could use as standard VST3 plugins. So when I come over here, I can now just simply go to my guitar part. And if I wanted to come right over here, go to my inserts, I can now apply my MR816 channel strip. And, and if I wanted to use my RevX reverb, so I could just simply come right over here and use my plate reverb. So now I could use these as VST plugins during my mix down process. So if we think about the level of functionality that we get with this single piece of hardware, it's like having eight class A discrete mic preamps, having high quality conversion, having an audio interface, it's having 
Also, eight channels of compression, eight channels of EQ, a world-class RevX reverb, my two independent headphone monitoring systems, as well as a standalone mixer and a DSP accelerator. So again, with multiple units stacked together, I can get, you know, I have eight channels of plugins. If I have three units stacked together, I can have 24 channels of plugins. So what this is doing is solving so many of the problems that we run into when recording audio into the computer. So the Steinberg MR816 CSX and X have advanced integration so that we don't have to worry about compromising the integrity of the musical performance to capture it in a computer. <laughs>